0: Money FM 89.3. Best of the breakfast huddle. The breakfast brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Danka, Barati Jekdish, and Ryan Huang with you. Let's take a look at headlines investors will
1: be paying attention to today. A positive start to Tuesday, though, Ryan. Yeah, pretty positive when you look at how we got green on the screen for the numbers on Wall Street. And that is really around a lot of expectations of rate hikes coming through. And we've got investors digesting more Fed speak. And we've got, of course, Fed Chair Jerome Powell kicking the week off with that conference speech uh, where he talked about how there was a need to be open for possibly higher Sized rate hikes, bigger sized rate hikes, maybe fifty basis points at the next meeting in May, mm. and then following that we've got more Fed speakers. St. Louis Fed President James Bullard is next one to keep an eye on. He is saying faster is better, mm-hmm. and he's talking about how we are already seeing inflation that's quite high, and he's reiterating his call for interest rates to rise. Above three percent this year, so right in a way, even more hawkish than Fed Chair Jerome Powell. James Bullard has been one of the earliest um, Fed speakers to really call for these high interest rates before even uh, Jerome Powell. So that's something to keep an eye on. Yes, yes, I remember that. And, uh, uh, there's another one from Cleveland as well, right? We've got Loretta Mester, so she's from that region, and she is favoring a speedier pace as well. And she is talking about front-loading rate hikes. And she sees the eventual rate hike this year to end at 2.5%. Not as hawkish as the 3% that James Bullard is looking for. So you've got more Fed speakers coming through this week, and that includes um, Jerome Powell again tonight. He's going to be speaking at a virtual panel discussion. It's called the Emerging Challenges for Central Bank Governors in a Digital World. And he's going to be speaking alongside his counterpart, from the Bank of England. Uh, so they could give some details about digital currencies uh, between the US and the UK and maybe more Fed speak. All of this could hit our pockets here in Singapore. They definitely will. And I understand that this analysis has yielded the number of the day. What is it, Ryan? Okay, we are looking at number three. So that's a number for today. And if you look at the Business Times, it's one of the cover stories, mortgage rates in Singapore could be raised three times this year. So that's according to a bit of a survey done by Business Times. So three times this year by 25 basis points each time. So this is, of course, no surprise if you've been tracking rates and you've got a mortgage. You've probably seen some letters coming through from the bank warning you of how your rates could be going up. And this is pretty much in line with what central banks around the world are doing. So we have been basing ourselves for higher rates that you will to pay back to your banks. So if you look at what the Business Times has been seeing, they've seen a letter from a local bank advising that rates could go up from this month. And if you look at some of the commonly used rates in Singapore, they include the SORA, the Singapore Overnight Rate, as well as the Cyborg, the Singapore Interbank Offered Rate. Those rates are expected to go higher. So it's right now hovering around 0.24% to 0.25% in the past month for Sora. So that could go up to 0.8% by July and possibly cross 1% before the end of this year. So pretty much four times as much by the end of this year. If Mm. you look at the three-month cyborg, that is right now around 0.63% and it could double by July. And go up to 1.7 percent, wow. nearly three times by the end of the year. So that's the type of magnitude of rate well, hikes you could be expecting on your mortgage rates.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, elsewhere in the world, we are still tracking uh, the situation with regard to Ukraine and Russia. Joe Biden meeting his allies, uh, or set to meet his allies in Brussels.
1: Yeah, it's been like a Avengers meeting. All of them coming together to decide <laughs> what to do. So <laughs> who's Thanos? <laughs> Vladimir. (laughs) (laughs) So, we are watching very closely because um, there are already details coming through in terms of um, unofficial reports, sources saying what they might do, and the White House also hinting what they might do. So, just summarizing what we could be in for, new sanctions against Russia on top of already pretty stringent uh, sanctions, and Mm. also measures designed to keep the Kremlin from sidestepping the existing sanctions so you've seen how some of the oligarchs have been shipping around their Mm. yachts to other places like Turkey so maybe some new moves to help address those things Uh, so this is all part of Joe Biden's trip to Europe where he's meeting the European Central Council and also the NATO allies and he's expected to also make a trip to Poland so a lot of uh, meetings happening and possibly more announcements to come in the uh, next few days And I understand that the Avengers, or rather these Avengers in particular, will also be exercising their imaginations. Uh, They will be looking into Hmm. hypothetical outcomes to coordinate potential responses. Yeah, I think they are trying to keep one step ahead of the game right now with all these scenario planning. And Hmm. right now they are talking about the possible use of Weapons of mass destruction or cyber attacks by Russia Chemical weapons and anything that Russia might be resorting to if they don't get their way And we've seen how US President Joe Biden has described how Vladimir Putin is uh, having his back against the wall So you can imagine when someone's in a corner, they might just be desperate enough to do something they might not have expected Hey, closing off on something
0: positive just for the heck of it. It's just so much bad things in the world. Uh, number three, the number of the day, can also stand for Dance, Dance, Dance Third Gigafactory Open.
1: Elon Musk dancing uh, in yeah. Germany. How could you forget that? Your favourite man, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. I, I think have the been dancing trying to, to uh, <laughs> space out the Elon Musk news. Uh, you know, he's been making headlines, but of course this is a good news for Tesla fans because the Gigafactory is online in Germany. Yeah. Uh, he's Excited enough to Break out and dance So if you've got um, Time You can catch His um, dance video On YouTube Or wherever You want to watch it So that is um, Just celebrating That milestone How Tesla is able To weather All the Hardware challenges, supply chain issues, to open a factory. And maybe that could be um, seeing his stock price making a (laughs) richer man.
0: Yeah, this is years in the making. What's nice also is to see like a full event, people there attending, all, you know. Like almost like things are normal again. Yeah, almost. Almost, Almost, yeah. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.